0: My name is Sean Oram, and I'm a lecturer in women's mental health at the Institute of Psychiatry, Psychology and Neuroscience at King's College London, and I'm one of the leads of the violence abuse and mental health network. I think a lot of the time when people think about violence abuse and mental health, they're thinking about people with mental health problems as being violent offenders but we know that people with mental health problems are more likely to be the victims of violence than the perpetrators of violence. Forms of violence, like domestic and sexual violence, are really prevalent generally in society. In the UK, we think that around one in four women will experience domestic violence over the course of their lifetime. That prevalence is even higher among people with mental disorders. There's an increased risk, we know, for people um, with depression, with anxiety, with post traumatic stress disorders, with a range of different mental health problems. It really seems to go across the range of different disorders that people might have and we know that the prevalence for mental health service users is really high so a study that we did a few years ago suggested that a quarter of women in contact with mental health services experienced domestic violence in the last year and a tenth of women had experienced sexual violence in the last year.
1: Wow those are really startling figures aren't they?
0: It's staggering, and I think um, they've, they've been of surprise to mental health professionals when we've shared them um, with, with them. They've, um, those figures have had a lot of impact. Um, do we
1: know why? Do we know... Cause, you know, I, I immediately, as you were talking there, had all sorts of theories in my head about why people who live with mental health difficulties might be more at risk of violence and abuse. But has any of the research looked into the reason?
0: We think that the relationship goes in two directions. So we think that if you experience domestic and sexual violence, you're more likely to develop a mental health problem because of the trauma that you're experiencing. But we also think that among that, if you have a mental health problem, you're more likely to be more vulnerable to experiencing domestic violence. Um, I think there's a range of different there's a range of reasons why that might be. And we need to do more to disentangle that. Um, But there are, for example, potential issues around um, increased financial dependence on a partner, potentially increased social isolation that might be um, enhancing your vulnerability to those forms of violence and abuse.
1: It was really brilliant to see this network as one of the eight that were funded recently um, by the UKRI. So what are you trying to do with this network? What's the plan over the next three years?
0: Like all of the networks, we're hoping to bring people together from a variety of disciplines and backgrounds to think about violence and abuse and mental health in new ways, so pooling our knowledge um, from different sectors. This is going to be a problem that needs so many different perspectives to address. We need to be working with not just psychiatrists and psychologists, but also with sociology, with um, geography, with education, with computer science, thinking about what all of our different skills and perspectives and abilities are. Also thinking about how are we working to integrate the knowledge and expertise of the third sector, how do we work with policymakers to ensure that this is on their agenda and that they have the evidence they need to make the change that we want to see. Um, How do we work with people who are experiencing these forms of violence and abuse, who are experiencing mental health problems? What are their priorities for research? um, And how do we make sure that they get onto the agenda?
1: Have you got a sense already coming together as co-investigators and people that are putting this network together of the the really important research topics that you would like to be addressing?
0: So we started by... um, organizing our thoughts into three themes, Um, so we have three provisional pathways, one around how do we measure violence and abuse, Um, how do we do that in a way that is um, helpful across sectors and disciplines. Secondly, trying to understand more about the pathways from abuse to mental health problems, so trying to address that question that you asked about, why is it that this relationship exists? And then thirdly, thinking about what interventions could we be using to try and prevent violence, abuse and mental health, and also trying to mitigate the impact of violence, abuse and mental health, so trying to interrupt those pathways that we've identified. Um, But we're also wanting to really reach out to the network and beyond the network and think about what are other people's priorities um, for the network, what should we be looking to address so we're working with the McPinn Foundation and they're going to be running a research prioritisation um, over the coming months that will be doing exactly that, reaching out to work out where uh, where should our focus be.
1: Wow, that's quite a challenge then, reaching out to those individuals and communities where this happens. You know, I think immediately of women in prison, for example, is a population where significant amounts of mental health and substance misuse and violence and abuse... Um, How's that work going to happen? Because those PSPs typically are kind of online surveys.
0: These are going to be online surveys, and so we're going to be trying to work with um, as many people and organisations as we can, and really asking our network members to uh, tweet about um, the survey, distribute it within their mailing lists and networks, um, and really try and extend the reach as much as we can.
1: Fantastic. That's great. So I guess... You mentioned the kind of policy making perspective on this. Is this an issue that is kind of high on the agenda in Westminster, there's some kind of legislation going through at the moment isn't there, what's the kind of um, positioning do you think of domestic violence and abuse, particularly in relation to mental health and government?
0: I think this is coming at a really good time, um, that the network is really topical. Domestic violence and abuse is a topic that um, seems to be a real priority for the government. Um, The Domestic Abuse Bill is a piece of legislation that um, is working its way through um, and has had a lot of profile. The all-party parliamentary groups. Um, have also been really active um, in this area. And there's been a um, Department of Health task force on women's mental health, which has also had um, an interest in um, experiences of violence. So I think there's a lot of interest there. I think it is recognised that this is um, it's a big problem and that it's a problem that really impacts on mental health um, and that it's important to get people together to to think about actually how do we how do we reduce it as a problem
1: Mm. so the launch meetings in london on the 7th of december um, but the violence abuse and mental health network is already on twitter which is brilliant so v-a-m-h-n is the handle and uh, the hashtag will be the same v-a-m-h-n if people want to tweet and ask you questions and make comments are you looking for, for kind of online engagement during the event how would you like people to participate
0: Absolutely. Um, So we will be tweeting uh, during the event. We'll be um, recording during the event. Um, And obviously uh, we're hoping to see as many people as possible on the day, but realise that everybody can't be there in person. Um, So we'd love to have those online conversations um, with you before and during and after the event. Um, And we'll be able to bring you... um, What our uh, speakers um, are saying as well, we're really delighted that we're going to have a number of people. uh, Talking at the event, we have um, confirmed speaking uh, Wendy Byrne, who is the president of the Royal College of Psychiatrists, and Kate Lovett, who is the dean of uh, the Royal College of Psychiatrists. We have Professor Felicity Callard, who's the chair of our advisory group, and Donna Corvi, who is the CEO of AVA, a charity um, working to end violence and abuse, and also a member of our advisory group, and then myself and my um, network co lead, Professor Louise Howard.
1: Fantastic. Really looking forward to it, Sharon. Thanks a lot for joining me.
0: Thank you very much.